Hey there. Welcome back to Revealing the Royalty Podcast. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about nutrition. I know we have been discussing fasting um, and earlier in the year we were talking about, you know, going to the doctor, getting your body checked. Um, But of course, you know, Thanksgiving just came to an end and Honestly, every time Thanksgiving comes around, I think of the health. Health, not just of, you know, myself, but of, you know, our people in general, uh, people in America, because we are known to be the most obese population in the globe, which is pretty sad. But let me digress. I want to focus on... um, nutrition, specifically the difference between um, supplements and pharmaceuticals. So for those of you that don't know, um, I am currently working on um, earning my PhD. Um, However, a part of my journey, um, especially in my holistic practitioner journey is really truly learning the craft and learning about the body, learning how to actually heal the body um, and heal the brain. Because for eons, centuries, um, globally, I can't even just say America, but globally, there has been this push of You know, if you have an ache or a pain or illness or a disease, oh, just take this pharmaceutical product and you'll feel better. You know, all these temporary band-aids, all those things are just band-aids. But those band-aids create side effects that can be irreparable if there is no change. So what does that mean? So that means, for example, let's say... You go see your medical doctor because you've been feeling sad lately, you know, not sure why the things that you tell your doctor are the symptoms of depression. So naturally they say, okay, I'll give you, you know, a really small dosage of this antidepressant. And the reason they say they give you the small dosage is because they don't want to give you too high of a dosage because that will increase your risk of suicide. So if you don't know what all of these medications do, whether it's over-the-counter or prescription, all of these things are made to tap into your brain that's saying, I feel pain here or I don't feel good here, and turn that off. So when it turns that off, you don't feel good. You, your feeling of not feeling good goes away and then you feel better, Right? The downside with some of these things is that it causes addiction because it makes the body feel good. But it's a fake feeling good. It doesn't really feel good. It just masks the pain. So, getting off my soapbox a little bit. So that's those are band-aids, right? All the pharmaceutical things. Now I'm not saying that you should not take medication and all that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you need to know that that is what is happening. These things aren't necessarily 
removing the problem from your body. They're just putting a band-aid over it. They're actually like covering it, telling your brain that that doesn't exist when it actually does, which can lead to more problems. So the reason I'm going down this road is that so the pharmaceuticals that we tend to take, whether over the counter or prescription, they have different things in them that are harmful to our body. Um, that's why they give you these long lists of, you know, side effects and warnings and to contact your doctor if you have blah, blah, blah. So, and that's great that they're telling you that, but how many of you read them? Being honest, I, I rarely read them, especially if it's something that I've taken before. I don't read them. Um, but I suggest you do because some of these things have some crazy side effects that are very harmful, but what they don't tell you, two things they don't tell you, all of these things affect your brain. For example, antidepressants will make your brain look like you're an alcoholic, meaning it diminishes the mass of your brain the quality functioning and areas that you need it to function in, it stops the function, okay? And another super big thing, the more pharmaceutical, the more prescription drugs you take, the less insurable you become. So if you take a bunch of prescriptions, your insurance company is like, ugh, we don't want to really continue to cover this person. They seem very, very sick right and so they make you either pay more or higher premiums or more deductibles or whatever or they say oh you know we don't insure that but we insure this you know which is why some people have very terrible medical care which leads to terrible health care because they just can't afford it crappy right but cool thing is um, there are supplements so, I don't want to sound like I am a promoter of supplements, though, but I want to express that the foods that we eat today are not as effective and not packed with the quality that they used to. That's due to pesticides, it's due to how, um, how much things cost, like, for example, you know, it's very possible that all of our grass-fed cows are only eating corn. You know, so because corn is cheaper than making sure the, the pastures are green and lush for the cows to keep eating. Same with sheep and every other animal we eat that we seek to be grass-fed or whatever. They could be eating corn. Or, you know, are we going and, like, triple checking that they're actually out there eating grass? And healthy grass, not grass that's full of pesticide and all kinds of other stuff. So, saying all that to say, the food that we're eating now is not as, as high quality. And there are some certain foods that we would have to eat high, high, high amounts of to get the amount that our body actually needs. 
Um, and I'm not going to drive out a list of supplements that you need to go out and get and start taking. I'm just saying here, evaluate your nutrition. Is it adequate? If it's not, be honest with yourself. Increase your vegetables and your fruit intake. If you can't do that, or if you can't get enough of it, think about supplements. At least a good multivitamin, okay? Because there are so many things that we are lacking and that are making us deficient and that are leading to chronic disease and ailments that we really don't need to live with if we change what we're putting into our bodies. So, trying to digress, stay off my high horse here, because I'm not perfect either. There are, are things that I can improve. You know, some friends will say, you know, you don't need to improve anything. You eat healthier than any. It's like, yes, but there are things that I can improve too. I'm always seeking to improve and to make sure that my body is getting what it needs. So for years, I have taken um, a supplement that's become pretty popular, at least to me, I think, over the years, um, and that's Irish sea moss. Um, and there's the only controversy I've ever come across is the type of sea moss. Um, and I'm sure that there, some say that you know their sea moss is better than others, but. Honestly, if it works for you, you feel the difference, you're noticing healthy, positive changes in your body, then that's the one that you can get. But in general, just so you're aware, our bodies are made up of 102 minerals, which is why a lot of times you'll hear... um, holistic practitioners, whether they're osteopathic doctors or naturopathic doctors, they'll tell you about supplements and they'll promote supplements because your body is made up of 102 of them. And when we exercise, work out, just live, we're expending those minerals and vitamins. So when we supplement, we want to replace what we've expended, supposed to expend it and then replace it with the food. But not all foods that we eat have all these vitamins and minerals. So there's 102 in our body. I suggest you look those up because there's 102 of them. In Irish sea moss, there's 92 out of the 102. Let me say it again. There's 92 out of the 102 in Irish sea moss alone. One of the most important minerals that our body uses in every capacity is magnesium. Many of us are deficient in magnesium just because we're not eating the right things. Uh, We could be taking antibiotics and We could also be taking, you know, something as simple as birth control as well. Birth control and antibiotics, they 
lessen the amount that our body produces of its magnesium. Um, and they also can cancel it out. That sucks, right? So, magnesium. Magnesium is one of the minerals found in sea moss. So, if I can get you to research, think about, maybe even try any supplement, it's going to be Irish sea moss. It is sold in capsules. Um, my highest suggestion to you is that you just do your research and check. Um, but if you can't get into the sea moss, then I just suggest at least a multivitamin. A multivitamin will have some of these vitamins and minerals that you need. Um, but all of these vitamins and minerals that are made up in our body get expended every day and they have to be replaced and fueled throughout the day. So I suggest simple multivitamin or Irish sea moss and evaluate your diet. If all of your meals are including 70% fruits and vegetables on your plates, and then 30% is protein and grain, then you should start living a healthier, better, more well-rounded life. If your plate does not look like that, I suggest you slowly change it by incorporating those things because it's super, super important for your body and for your life. You know, food, yes, is supposed to be good and yummy and delicious and, you know, make your mouth water upon smelling it and tasting it, but it's also supposed to help you live better. It's supposed to help you function properly. And if it's not doing that, then what are you eating for? Right? So... I digress, I'll get off my soapbox, but I will tell you that I used to take multivitamins and CMOS and other supplements. And over time, I just, I like, I'm tired of taking so many supplements, like, it's annoying. So, I stopped taking so many and just focus on CMOS, um couple vitamins for my joints, calcium, I take calcium throughout the day, um, just because my joints just need some help, <laughs> you know, I do all the stretching and exercising that I can do, but as we age, our joints just, you know, they get creaky, so I do take calcium throughout the day, um, but I will say this, there are some other things like, you know, seasonal changes. I take elderberry and vitamin C. Um, I give those things to my children just to help them out. And I take an allergy pill. I used to take Claritin religiously every single day. Um, but most recently, I just started taking, um, oh shoot, I forgot the name, but it is a different antihistamine and it only lasts four to six hours but I've been taking that and I noticed that I only take one maybe two 
a day, not even a 24 hour. And I don't really seem to have allergic reactions. So I am impressed by that. Um, I can keep you posted on how well that continues to go. But yeah, most importantly, like, if you've forgotten everything that I've said about supplements and your diet and all that, pay attention to your body. Being self-aware is over half the battle. If you are self-aware, then you are paying attention to how your body is responding. You're paying attention to, oh man, I ate too much cheese. I feel like bloated and heavy. It's because you ate too much cheese. You know, like it's, you don't have to go to the doctor every time you feel some kind of way. Some things are just being self-aware, acknowledging it, making small, subtle changes. Other things, you may have to go to the doctor and be okay with that. But start with your plate, start with what you're eating. Also drink water. I know people for some reason don't like drinking water. Drink water. Your brain is 70% water. Your body is 80% water. Drink water. So I'll get off my soapbox, but I just really, really hope that this at least encourages you to Google. Google Irish sea moss. Google the minerals that it has, because it will lead you to see like, oh, there's 102 minerals that is making up my entire body, and 92 are in this sea moss. Anyway, hope you have a lovely day. Take care, and I totally hope you be well. Hey there, how are you guys? Welcome back to Revealing the Royalty Podcast. So, I wanted to follow up with discussing um, some supplements and um, pharmaceuticals. Um, I know that I opened up the, the door there, probably opened the door of curiosity maybe questions hopefully that caused you to do some googling um but if you didn't darn um so i wanted to follow up just a little bit i didn't want to inundate you with with um a ton of information but i wanted to follow up so last time i mentioned a powerful superfood um, called Irish sea moss. So I wanted to follow up with that um, to give you a little bit of background um, with that. So our bodies are made up of 102 minerals. Irish sea moss is made up of 92 out of those 102 minerals that our bodies need that's phenomenal 
So the reason why CMOS is heavily, heavily um, advertised, basically, is because it is a powerhouse um, supplement to add to your diet. Um, There are people that have learned how to prepare it in such a way that they can just eat it. Um, I personally can't. Um, Irish sea moss, it smells like the ocean. And it doesn't taste horrible. It's just there are some things that the texture personally bothers me. But other than that, it's good for you. Um, So if you can eat it, eat it. Um, But if you can't, there are so many options um, out there. Um, The new version of Irish Sea Moss is gummies, um, which my kids only like a particular brand. Um, I will highly preface that taste matters for kids. Um, But always, always check the ingredients to make sure that you're getting actual Irish sea moss. But so there are gummies out there. Um, There are also um, capsules and there's also a liquid form. I have not tried the liquid form. I've only tried the gummies and the capsules. Um, And I can vouch that both are very, very helpful. Ironically, the gummies are extremely um, noticeably potent, like meaning like, you know how you taste something and you automatically feel your body respond to it. That's how it is with the gummies. So I definitely encourage you to research at least both of those options. Um, You might like the liquid option. I couldn't honestly tell you where to get um, that option, but the Irish sea moss gummies, um, Irish sea moss in and of itself available on Amazon. Amazon seems to have everything. Maybe it has the liquid version of Irish sea moss as well. Um, You could also DIY it too. If you buy the actual Irish sea moss, you can YouTube how to liquefy it. you can add the Irish sea moss to smoothies and things. Um, I do not drink smoothies daily anymore, so it would go bad if I um, chose that option. But that's definitely an option too. However, there are other ways to get vitamins um, that you need, which is through what you eat. You know, doctors have been saying it, you know, all the time. You are what you eat, you know, but our society, at least in America, does not um, provide further information daily as much as they um, advertise commercials for fast food and pharmaceuticals, unfortunately. Um, They don't advertise healthy eating very much and what it does um, a lot of the healthy eating advertising is in a rogue version on 
a lot of different social platforms from actual um, healthcare providers. So saying all that to say, I will take a moment to tell you um, certain vitamins that you can get from food uh, because I think that it's really important to help your body through what you eat. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, stay away from processed foods. That is really difficult for people. It's difficult for me. There are vices that I have and that I love that are processed foods. There are some versions of protein that I use that are processed. So saying that to say, when you eat your processed foods, do so mindfully and with intention. Like, look at what you're eating. Look at, you know, okay, is this a value to my body or is this just trash? There are some processed foods that are processed carefully and with minimal um, additives. And then there are processed foods that are absolutely horrible and it's just trash. So find a balance in that. But returning to where you can get um, certain vitamins from certain food. So I will read it alphabetically just to make it easy and not to bounce around uh, for you. But vitamin A, you can get from liver, eggs, fish, milk, carrots, pumpkin, and spinach, and sweet potato. Yum, right? Vitamin A is really great for vision, skin, bones, teeth, reproduction. Uh, Vitamin B1, also known as thiamine, um, it is found in pork, soy, watermelon, tomato, and spinach. Uh, thiamine is good for converting food into energy and it is critical for nerve function. Vitamin B2, also known as riboflavin, it is found in dairy, meat, green leafy vegetables, enriched wheat, and oysters. Uh, B2 is helpful in converting food into energy. It supports healthy skin, hair, blood, and brain functioning. Vitamin B3, it's also known as niacin. It is found in beef, chicken, shrimp, avocado, peanuts, tomatoes, and spinach. If you're starting to see a trend here with the spinach, keep that in mind. Um, so vitamin B3, it also converts food into energy and is helpful to the nervous system. Vitamin B6, also known as pyridoxine. It is found in chicken, tofu, bananas, watermelon, fish, and legumes. Vitamin B6 helps make red blood cells, improves sleep, appetite, and mood. Vitamin B7, also known as biotin, is found in whole grain, eggs, almonds, soybeans, and fish. 
It is helpful also for converting food to energy and breaks down glucose. You might also be familiar with biotin because that is a popular vitamin um, that people mention to help with um, the health of hair, nails, and skin. So that's something to think about. Vitamin B9, also known as folate, is found in legumes, spinach, leafy greens, chickpeas, tomatoes, and asparagus. Vitamin B12, oh, sorry, vitamin B9 is known for um, new cell creation and DNA synthesis. Again, that's vitamin B9, also known as folate. Vitamin B12 is found in dairy, beef, pork, poultry, fish, and eggs, and it helps break down fatty acids and amino acids and helps make red blood cells as well. Vitamin C is, in, is found in fruits and fruit juices, pepper, broccoli, tomato, and spinach. It is an antioxidant. It's helpful in helping the body make new cells and improves immune function. You've probably heard vitamin C a lot more these past um, three years now. Yeah, past three years due to, you know, the pandemic and COVID-19. Um, but it is totally very, very good for your body. Another one you've probably heard a lot lately, vitamin D. It is found in egg, egg yolk, fatty fish, liver, and sunlight. Um, it is, it's helpful in strengthening and forming bones, teeth, which is um, through the calcium and phosphorus. Vitamin D. So keep those two especially in mind. Vitamin E. It is found in nuts, avocados, tofu, whole grains, and seeds. And when you think of seeds, you can think of like sunflower seeds, um, pumpkin seeds, those types of seeds. Pretty yummy. Um, vitamin E is an antioxidant and it is helpful in stabilizing cell membranes. And the last vitamin I'm going to discuss with you is vitamin K. It is found in broccoli, Brussels sprouts, liver, and leafy greens. Vitamin K is helpful for um, helping the blood to clot and it regulates the calcium in the blood. So those were just a few uh, brief vitamins that are very, very um, helpful to you. Um, hopefully, just hearing those things kind of helps put things together as far as, you know, things that you could eat and focus on eating more of. Um, all of them... Um, if you're eating fruits and vegetables, you're getting a majority of these vitamins, especially um, the dark leafy greens. Um, the only one that you're not getting, um, especially if you're vegetarian or vegan, um, is B12. 
And me personally, I am vegan and I do supplement B12. Um, supplementing B12 can be a little tricky um, because you have to figure out how much B12 your body needs because not everybody needs the same amount. Basic, especially if you eat meat and things like that, you might not need to supplement it at all. Um, but that is something to definitely seek um, guidance from your doctor. Um, if you're, especially if you're vegan, to learn how much B12 you need. Um, so yes, please know there is definitely a way to supplement it. Um, there's also like B12 shots out there and, and all that, but totally please consult your doctor, you know, be honest about that. Um, B12 is very, very much linked to energy level. If people feel that they lack energy, doctors tend to say, oh, add more B12. Um, but as you heard that there are several other vitamins um, that provide um, energy as well. So you might just not be B12 deficient. You could be deficient in other vitamins. So keep that in mind. But also working with your doctor, getting regular checkups, getting your blood work. Because if you do that, you know where your body is and you can intentionally improve um, with some facts behind it. So hopefully the vitamin review is helpful. Um, if you want to see the actual list of the 102 minerals that are in your body, and the minerals that make up um, Irish sea moss, you can totally Google it. I may be nice and post another segment simply reading off all of those. Um, they are, some of them are hard to pronounce, um, but I might do that for you to make it easier on you. But I think seeing the visual is more impactful. Again, like I said, 102 in the human body, 92 in Irish sea moss. I think that's amazing. So again, get with your doctor, get a regular checkup, get your blood work done and add more fruits and vegetables to your plate. See what works for you. Hope you have a great day rest of your day or evening, whatever time you're listening. Stay blessed and stay well. How is everybody doing? Welcome back to Revealing the Royalty podcast. I am your host, Erica, and I've been talking to you guys about nutrition, um, started out focusing on the reason for supplementation, um, and I think that discussion is really important because um, a lot of times people hear things, you know, or they see things on social media or, you know, YouTube and the commercials and all that kind of stuff, and 
they just try it without knowing, you know, why they should try it or if they should even try it or if it's even necessary. Um, And there are supplements that are not necessary for everyone. Um, And depending on what you eat, um, you could get away with not really taking that many. Um, Unfortunately, um, the standard American diet does not help any of us meet the nutritional needs that we need to have adequate uh, brain and body functioning, which is why there is such a big push on discussions like these with regard to nutrition, making sure you're talking with your doctor, making sure you're going to, you know, get checked up adequately and often, not just when you're feeling bad. Um, finding out what your baselines are. Some people are taking supplements and they don't even need to because their body is producing enough, right? So I've talked to you guys about uh, the benefits of CMOS. I've talked to you guys about how to get specific vitamins in your diet um, that we also need as well. But today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about children and supplementation. By no means am I a medical doctor. These are just things that um, I tried with my own kids and I've seen the results and the benefits in them. So saying all that to say is that um, one, absolutely consult your pediatrician and two, don't be afraid to give your kids multivitamins because our kids, you know, especially if they're not homeschooled and maybe you're not giving them the right foods all the time or maybe you have a picky eater or a couple picky eaters i have one in particular who is very picky um where you know the nutrition is lacking uh, simply because you can't get them to eat what you want them to eat right so a few things that that i give my kids, especially um, when there are seasonal changes um, in the weather, or if we're, you know, hearing reports from the school that, you know, cold, particular colds or flu going around or whatever, um, we give them a couple of things. So um, my kids, ever since the whole thing with COVID started, we've been giving um, our kids elderberry. Elderberry is like this magical, mystical, unknown antioxidant that is amazing. Um, I cannot speak to the amazingness of other brands. We only use Sambucol because we've tried the other ones and they just don't really seem as effective as Sambucol. Um, So we give them those. We give them that in the liquid form and in the gummy form. Um, When they're starting to present um, cold-like symptoms, we use the liquid form because you can give give that to them more than once in the day, Um, whereas the gummies is just a one-time thing. Um, Recently, I've started giving my kids CMOS as well. Um, in the gummy form, tastes great. They've tried two brands. 
One brand is very um, organic, I'll say, very earthy. Um, I can handle it, but it's even a bit rough for me. Um, and then the other brand is very good. It's called Wild Organic, um, and it's CMOS for kids. Um, they come in gummy form, and they have um, CMOS plus the bladder rack and chicory root, which those two items um, have been said to be um, the two things you need to have all 102 minerals in your body. Um, so I will give you that information um, in the next podcast as far as how that works. Anyway, and so we've always given them a multivitamin, also in the form of a gummy. Um, the reason I do the gummies instead of like tablets and things, because I've noticed they have a difficult time with tablets, especially if it's not chewable. Um, so we use the gummies, it's chewable, it digests rather well. Uh, so that's really good. So also, um, we did used to use First Day. Um, the taste was a little bit rough, but they still handled it pretty good. Uh, the reason we used first day was because one of the boys, um, he had very, very, um, distinct behavioral changes. Um, and as he got older and I talked to him more, I start to learn, you know, it was connected to, um, levels of anxiety and how it related to his um, level of sensitivity. Um, so, you know, having a highly sensitive child, realizing that, recognizing that, you try to figure out how to work around getting them the adequate nutrition, um, especially being that he's also a picky eater. So we used to use first day, and first day um, actually worked. If you have that issue with um, your kids, I will say that that worked for my son. Um, I would notice a very big difference between the days that he took the first day and the days that he did not. Um, however, as he aged, he does not need that anymore. Um, so we give them regular gummies. Um, right now, the brand Ollie. Um, is pretty awesome because the vitamins that I read off to you in the last podcast, this um, multivitamin has all of those in it, um, plus a probiotic, which I think is phenomenal because probiotics um, have been scientifically proven to help um, in brain functioning. And a lot of times we think probiotics and think digestion. Um, which yes, it does. But if you don't know about the gut brain coordination, um, and why it's important, then you're not going to really think you need probiotics. Um, probiotics helps with the brain because of the gut brain connection, um, which that's a totally different conversation. I will gladly have another podcast for that. So saying all that to say is that, Meet with your pediatrician, evaluate what your children need, because you know more about what your children need than your pediatrician 
does because you're just there with your kids all the time. However, the pediatrician can direct you and guide you into what is okay and what's not okay and how to adjust as needed. So all three of the things that I mentioned, um, I give to my kids daily. Um, I also do sometimes give them an allergy pill, um, depending on the season. I used to give them an allergy pill every day in the form of a dissolvable or a chewable tablet. Um, but we don't do that as much. Um, so now it's lately, we just pay attention to the, um, allergen levels and the pollution levels and whether or not they're going to be outside um a lot um especially when they go back to school because they're on a break right now um they will probably be getting the allergy pill regularly just because their classrooms have this carpet that produces an, an allergen um especially for one of my kids not necessarily all all of them, but especially one. So I tend to give all of them the same um, things just so that I know that they will be good to go while they're at school. Um, so moving forward, um, of course, the nutritional aspects that I shared with you as far as what to eat um, to get the adequate vitamins and stuff it's same for kids you know eating the dark leafy greens the lean meats um and you know healthy fats are what is going to be the most beneficial with your kids um also you know if if your kids love dairy you know just be cautious with the types of dairy just because you know, if you're seeing that they're having digestion issues and they're, you know, eating certain types of dairy or whatever, that could be the cause. Um, so keep those things in mind. Also keep in mind, you know, the level of pastas that you're giving to your kids, especially if they have behavioral issues or anxiety issues. The least amount of gluten is better, which I have found with um, my one child that has um the high sensitivity issues and anxiety issues um, when I intentionally structure his diet to be reduced amount of gluten um, he has a better um, emotional outlook if that's what you want to call it um, however there is another um, supplement that is available called ashwagandha and they ha they make some for kids. I give him a gummy when he is just not um, not really able to talk and focus with me. Um, and it's rare, um, but it does happen. And so sometimes it's like, okay, I have to have you have this gummy. Now we can talk. Um, get you to calm down just a little bit. Um, and it seems to work the best for him but again I would consult your pediatrician and make sure you're getting regular checkups for your kids just to make sure that they're doing okay because sometimes we might think that you know if they're not showing any signs of sickness then they're fine 
but they could be lacking. They might have some deficiencies. You know, if they're not playing outside enough, they might be deficient in vitamin D, you know. So make sure you're helping your kids live healthy, active lives that are helpful for their brain and body functioning. Check in with your kids. Make sure they're okay. Make sure school is okay. Make sure their friend groups are okay. You know, just because they're talking your ear off about Pokemon doesn't mean that that they're okay, you know? So, and I say that to say because sometimes you have to ask your children direct questions to get that answer of how are you? Um, Because one of my kids, he loves Pokemon. He will wear you down talking to you about Pokemon, but unless you specifically ask him, how are you doing? He won't tell you. And it's not because he's hiding it. It's just because that's not on the forefront of his brain. Um, And so that could be the same with your kids. So check in with your kids. Make sure they're doing okay emotionally and having their own personal outlets, having their own personal space of what that looks like to have their own um, quiet time, um, their own self-care time, and also having a space where they can get that moment to exercise. If you're not pushing them outside or if they need more of a structured um regimen of exercise because maybe they're older you know help them set it up help them show show them what that looks like and what that could look like for them and how easy it is so hopefully you have a blessed time after this hopefully I've added a little bit of um, background education for your kids to you Um, hopefully it's helpful If you have any questions, as always, definitely um, email me and reach out, erica at revealingtheroyalty.org. I will get back to you um, as swiftly as I can. Um, But yeah, making sure our kids are, are healthy is just as important as our own health. So that being said, be blessed, be well, take care. Good morning, or whatever time frame you're listening to this. Welcome back to Revealing the Royalty podcast. Um, Before I get started, I just wanted to give you guys some encouragement. I've noticed, um, even within myself, that many of us get hung up on or stuck in the comparison trap. What do I mean by that? So social media, although it has many positives, it has some negatives. And those negatives are simply that we compare ourselves. We compare ourselves to people that we see, people that we're following. Um, And intentionally, we might be following them because we are aspiring to do whatever they are doing, uh, make those changes. And many of those changes for us are concerning 
our health and wellness, you know. For me, I personally follow um, many different like health and wellness focused people and there are times within myself um, and conversations I've had with some close friends that we get stuck. We start to see, you know, like, man, like, you know, they are really eating really well and it makes, it seems easy, you know, oh, they're really like exercising really well, really consistent. It seems easy. It seems like they don't struggle. I'm going to tell you that even those people, they struggle. The problem with social media is that no one is really encouraged to share the tough times, the hard stuff, when, you know, eating healthy is challenging or when they don't feel like eating healthy, you know, they just want to go to a fast food place and get fries and, you know, a really greasy burger or whatever. Um, They don't share those aspects. And so because our brain is not seeing it and we're not hearing it, we assume that they don't go through that, even though logically we know that they do. But I'm here to tell you that that struggle is real. People struggle with that. I struggle with that. There are times when all I'm craving is french fries and that is all I want. Um, Do I give in to those cravings? Sometimes, heck yes. Um, And then other times I wrestle through it and I learn, okay, why am I craving this? And then I give myself what that real craving is. Our cravings tell us a lot about what we're missing, you know, in our diet. So there are times where I'll wrestle through it and I'll then figure out, okay, this is what I need to eat. And then that craving goes away. Um, But yeah, sometimes I just, I can't do it. I got to get some fries. Um, And that's a work in progress and it's a struggle. But I want to tell you that struggle is real. No one is not struggling, even if they are seemingly to you the most perfect eater, they're eating raw, you know, they're vegan or or whatever you're aspiring um, your nutrition to look like, the struggle is still there, you know, it's just some people have fought through it so many times it looks easier, it doesn't mean that they don't have those. And there are times people who look, you know, like they work out all the time and like they love it and all that. Even they struggle, you know, and I've seen some people that I follow, they have started to be real and to post, you know, their struggles, which is amazing. Um, And yeah, they still work out and all that. They still push through it, but they also share how tough it is sometimes even though they love exercise and they love eating right and all the things, they still have struggle. So I wanted to encourage you before I get into um, the discussion today, um, because I think it's important for you to know that no one 
is living without struggle. It's just how do we respond to the struggle? How do we work through that struggle? Sometimes it's calling a friend because the struggle is just so real that you know, okay, if I call the person that's holding me accountable, they're going to help me through it. So your journey through life all with grace. So today I wanted to discuss a little bit about brain health. Hopefully this won't be long because I myself would like to um, work out just a little bit. Um, But I wanted to talk to you guys about um, brain health. And the reason why I say this is because um, there is a gut-brain connection. I'm sure you've heard about it by now for years. People have been coming out of the woodwork discussing this. Um, Many medical doctors have actually been partnering with psychiatrists and psychologists to discuss the importance of people understanding this and the importance of why for years doctors have been saying, you know, you have to eat right, you have to eat healthy, this is what your plate should look like, and and you know your plate should be colorful all those different things which is true but they i don't think they ever really up until um just before covid that they really started having open discussions about the gut brain connection so why is this true so our gut in our gi tract there are a hundred trillion microorganisms that digest our food, everything we eat, and make neurotransmitters. Yes, neurotransmitters. Those little things that send and receive information in our brain, they're created in our gut. So, and this means that 90% of the serotonin in our body comes from our GI tract, in our gut. So, that's why in our gut, We have, you know, butterflies when we get nervous um, or excited or, um, you know, we're upset and then like our tummies, you know, have a hard time digesting or they, you know, release too much because of how you're feeling. You know, it's also why when we're feeling some kind of way, we eat some kind of way. It's because our gut and our brain are connected. Everything in our body is connected. You know, that's why you hear about the vagus nerve and, you know, how to do certain things and techniques and exercise stimulated to stretch it, all those things, because everything is interconnected. And so understanding that, understanding how much more important it is to eat for your brain, because everything we eat affects our brain, our entire body. So quickly, I'll focus your attention on some of the things that um, you can help yourself work toward um, to create that healthy brain and gut connection. Start with water. Our brain in and of itself is 80% water. Which is why when we don't drink enough water, we get brain fog, we feel tired, irritable. Um, And so 
But when we are hydrated, we don't feel those things. Um, Of course, we might feel those things if we are hungry, you know. So understanding that water is important. When I hear people say like, oh, they don't like water. It just, it strikes me. It's like, how do you not like water? Water is in your body. Your body needs water. So figure out how to drink more water. Um, And also, um, thinking of, you know, muscle tissue, you know, our organs are also muscles. So think of, you know, protein. Um, Our brain is also 60% fat. So thinking of, you know, what can I eat that is a healthy fat? Um, Also thinking of fiber, you know, fiber helps with digestion. Um, So thinking of that and you know, cooking, when you choose to cook, thinking of, you know, what you're seasoning your food with and all those things, you know, healthy herbs and spices, not always salt. Um, Our bodies do need some source of sodium, but I promise you that sodium is naturally occurring in many of the vegetables that we're eating. So, and even in beans. So, thinking of ways to make sure you're not overloading your food with salt because too much salt causes the water to decrease in your body. So you want to be careful with that. Same with caffeine. Caffeine also is something that is detrimental to your hydration. So having that in moderation, I'm not saying do away with it completely, but having that in moderation and then too much caffeine causes anxiety symptoms. So making sure you have a balance with that. Excuse me. So saying all that, what do you mean, Erica? Um, Okay, so... When I mentioned, you know, having a colorful plate earlier, um, that's very true. If your plate isn't very colorful, you may not be eating enough of the right things. Um, And this is also throughout the day, because there are times that people eat certain things certain times of the day. But when you recap what you've eaten in a day, has it been colorful or has it not been colorful? And I don't mean like colorful candy. Uh, We can't, we can't do that. You know, our bodies are a temple. And so how dare we fill our bodies with trash? And when I say trash, I mean, you know, those disgusting processed foods like candy and unfortunately French fries and unfortunately popcorn, like all those things, they're not good for us. Um, So when I say colorful, I'm talking about um, especially those vegetables and fruits. Our plates should have more of those things than anything else, okay? So when you're thinking of, okay, I want to make some simple changes um, to what I'm eating. So if you um, eat meat, some proteins to think about is eggs, wild fish, lamb, turkey, and chicken. Okay, Uh, so 
think on those things. I do want to preface that chicken um, has more fat, so I caution you with that if you're trying to have a higher protein diet. So lean more toward maybe um, the fish and the lamb. I know that lamb is very, very expensive, um, more expensive than the other meats, so I know that that recommendation is pricey. Um, so don't feel like you only have to buy lamb. Um, but also, vegetables. Think of things that are cruciferous, like broccoli and cauliflower. Um, also think of, you know, those really um, roughage-type um, leafy greens, like spinach um, and kale collard greens yeah i'm saying collard greens okay um also beets are really good for you brussels sprouts are amazing they have a lot of fiber you can season them just right so that you don't have that really hard uh brutal taste that they have um sweet potatoes very good starch not russet potatoes russet potatoes are are not really good for you um in moderation but truly on all honesty not good for you rather you pick sweet potato yams um, and not with all the sugar guys come on um, avocados is a good healthy fat um, for you um, avocado oil um, I caution you to use olive oil because of the uh, heating restriction when olive oil is heated to a certain temperature, it becomes toxic. So try to lean more toward avocado oil um, if you're making other things that are more, I don't want to say on the sweet side, but you know, like breakfast type things, like then coconut oil, it has more of a sweet taste. Um, some fruits to think about. You know, berries, any type of berry, they're good for you. Plums and oranges and um, watermelon, um, red grapes, apples, cherries, mangoes. Um, you can even think about um, bananas, not as much um, because of the, the sweetness and the sugar that exists, but bananas. Um, and, you know, also... Think of nuts, raw almonds, walnuts, cashews, pecans. Um, I want you to take into consideration the shape of those things. They tell you what, what body part, what organ they support just by what they look like. Um, and also um, spices, you know, turmeric's really good uh, for your brain health. Saffron's amazing. Uh, for anxiety and depression, rosemary, cinnamon, really good with focus and um, your digestive system. Um, and again, with the turmeric, that lowers inflammation. It's the same as ginger, um, garlic, oregano, cayenne, all really good things. Cayenne is actually really good for um, your metabolism. I mean, think of it, spicy food, like it really gears up your metabolism. Um, and if you're a vegan, some alternative proteins would be tofu and beans. Um, 
and then you can also add the nuts and the um, seeds and all those things for um, the protein content also leafy greens have a high protein content as well as chickpeas um, making your own hummus it's really good um, and then again you know remind yourself that if we're not eating perfectly um, and where you don't live in an environment where there is smog um, or out in the sun all day, well not all day, we're out in the sun a lot or we're exposed to the sun a lot and we live in nature. If we don't have all those things, um, our diet um, and nutrition um, is lacking, um, which is why I mentioned the supplements again. Um, at most having also a, a good multivitamin and um, that has vitamins and minerals in it or multivitamin with the sea moss um, is really important to replenish your body and to make sure that your body is getting everything that it needs to be fully functional and also along with that is um, the aspect of exercise um, Exercising and lifting weights also um, is beneficial because it reduces your risk for Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, and then making sure we're getting good sleep. I know that's really hard to say these days. Um, some people will say, Erica, that's unrealistic um, to get eight hours of sleep a night or seven hours of sleep a night. Um, but just trying, you know, figuring out what works for you, how you can help yourself get more sleep. When we sleep, our brains actually cleanse itself from everything that it absorbed during the day. Um, and it processes those things. Um, it's literally like brain washing. It washes itself. Um, so when it's not getting enough sleep, it's not getting enough time to recharge itself so that you have a fully functioning ready to go brain the next day so when you can sleep sleep if you have to change you know the time that you wake up change it personally I'm working on that myself um, I don't always have good sleep and for a long time I wasn't having good sleep at all until I tweaked some of the things in my diet so I'm not saying anything to you that I don't try myself. Um, just to share personally, like um, my health wasn't as good as it seemed to other people. Um, I had to add more protein. Um, and that could be difficult when you're vegan. Um, you can get tired of the same protein source. Um, you can get bored and then you can make unhealthy choices. I'm not saying that that happens to all vegans, but it, it happened to me. Um, so finding ways to add more protein on a daily, regular basis is what helped change the way my body um, was functioning and it changed for the better. So, and I only found that out when I went to the doctor. So saying that to say, sometimes you just really don't know until you go and get that checkup. So again, just to recap, our brains and our guts are intertwined. Our gut um, 
creates 100 trillion neurotransmitters regularly. Um, so making sure that you are eating enough and eating the right sources of foods is heavily important. And drink your water. Drink water. Seriously, like it start with, you know, if you have to measure, you know, buy bottled water, you know, Arrowhead or, you know, some type of spring water and just say, okay, today I'm going to drink three bottles, you know, really start working that up. Yes, you're going to, you know, go to the bathroom more, maybe I would hope, um, but honestly, it's necessary. It's necessary that you are drinking your water. And I know maybe some of you don't even drink a full bottle of water a day. So start with that. You know, make that your goal. And then once you've got that down, say, okay, now I'm going to look at what I'm eating. You know, maybe I'm going to switch out my ground beef for you know, more lean or take it up a notch and I'm going to start ground turkey. Um, looking at, you know, your sources of chicken or maybe it's more like, okay, I'm going to um, focus on organic foods instead of non-organic. Um, and what's the push for that? You know, the push for organic is not some government scheme to get you to buy um, more pricier things. Eating organic is what's keeping pesticides out of your body. Pesticides are so dangerous. And before, I didn't believe the hype, to be honest. I was like, okay, like I'm not going to pay 20 more cents for this item that's organic over this, like I'm gonna wash it either way. Um, but truly like the pesticides are very dangerous and they cause a lot of side effects that we're not aware of. And people, you know, they end up getting sick or some type of disease and they don't know why. Um, and it could be linked to that. No one's taking the time to find these things out, but I'm just telling you, you can do your research to find out what things um, have so many pesticides in it that have caused sicknesses and diseases. Um, mentioning that to say, do you need to buy every single thing organic? No. Focus on the things that um, you're going to eat where a pesticide is actually touching. So our leafy greens buy organic, um, apples, organic, um, bear, all the berries, organic, um, watermelon, no, bananas, no, because you're not eating the outside, oranges, no, um, so everything that you're eating the outside portion of that the pesticide is touching, buy organic, simple as that, so like yams, all those things, organic because if you're eating the outside portion at all you're gonna need um organic so with meats i would caution you to seek to buy kosher why do i say this so everything we eat affects us so if we're eating animal products i want you to think of the process of all the things that they went through, you know, 
the traumatic experience of their death. That stuff goes into your body when you eat it. Whether you believe me or not, that that happens. And so when you choose kosher, it's because they, they treat the animals differently. They um, kill the animals differently. Um, they're not going through some slaughterhouse type system. Um, when you choose, also think of grass-fed animals um, because you're hoping that um, they're eating grass-fed and not corn. Um, So that's another caveat is that sometimes grass-fed also means they've only eaten corn. Um, So just food for thought, (laughs) pun intended. But yeah, so meats choose kosher um, and grass-fed. Um, read your labels because you want to make sure that you're you're getting the best bang for your buck and body. Okay. Um, and protein sources again, like with um, mushrooms and beans and tofu. Make sure you're getting. Um, the organic source Um, beans make sure you're getting low sodium so if you have questions feel free to reach out email me Um, again my goal is that you be be well be healthy take care of yourself you know live with intention if you're not taking care of yourself how can you take care of anybody else Stay well. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to Revealing the Royalty. This is your host. And last time I talked to you guys about the gut-brain connection and... This time, I'm going to hopefully keep it brief. I know I always say that, um, but I wanted to talk to you guys about energy and energy drinks. Um, So, of course, as a society... um, I can really only speak for, you know, the American society. I don't know what the society is um, necessarily like where you're at or, you know, in in other countries outside of the United States and how they promote energy and, and all that. If there's energy drinks, all those different things. But anyway, energy drinks um, can be on the surface healthy or seem like oh yeah it's just a one-time thing when I need it I'll be fine but there are some times where people use it use energy drinks as their go-to like they live on them like in order for them to wake up they have to have the energy drink 
in order for them to go to sleep, they have to have melatonin because they've, they've had so many energy drinks throughout the day just to stay awake, right? Like, so when you're hearing that, there's a problem there, right? Like, there's a sleep issue. And I'm not saying that I sleep perfectly. I have sleep problems as well, that it's a constant um, work in trying to get better sleep. Um, But that's where it starts. It starts with how we're sleeping. And then it goes even further back. Like, what are we experiencing throughout the day that is keeping us from not sleeping well? You know, so many things go into how we sleep. Um, And trying not to go down that rabbit hole, I'm going to only focus on energy and energy drinks. Energy drinks are not good for you. Sorry to tell you that. They're not good for you. Um, All the stuff that they put inside of the energy drinks is not beneficial. Um, And a lot of it is a lot of it is sugar but a lot of it is different chemicals that tell the brain to stay alert and stay awake for an unnormal amount of time um and so with that just like anything that you overeat overdo overuse your brain and body get used to that and so they get dependent on that So just like when we, you know, eat McDonald's or eat Panda Express or Taco Bell, like any, pick any fast food. So when we eat those things, it tells our brain that, oh my God, this is good. And I can get it immediately because it's fast food and it triggers the reward system. Like this is a good thing. And then it says hey, every time I'm hungry, I'm going to crave these things. Um, And these things are in these items. Same thing with the energy drinks. So when your body starts to get tired, it's going to tell your brain, hey, hook me up with an energy drink because I am lagging. You know, instead of another method, another measure, right? Like there are times, of course, we can't just go and take a nap because we're tired. Maybe we're at work. Right? You know, unless your workplace is set up to allow employees to do that, then you really can't, right? It's not convenient. Um, but I'll tell you a personal thing that uh, my doctor suggests because she knows about, you know, my life and everything that contributes to sleep issues and how to help me actually regulate myself throughout the day so that I can actually sleep better Um, and of course a lot of that is diet and exercise but another portion of that does contribute does come from the contributing factors throughout the day Um, so she suggested if I get tired daily at a certain point in the day she expressed get up and walk or do something physical And she said, what that will do is that will bump up all of your brain chemicals and get them fired up 
and help them realize, oh, hey, it's not it's not time to go to sleep yet. And she's like, it'll actually give you a boost of energy. Um, so there are times that, that I can't do that, but there are other times where I'm able to just stand up or I'm able to at least move my legs or move my arms or do something. Um, or I'll say, oh, I got to go to the bathroom and then that motion of me walking to the bathroom is what gets me going so little tidbits um talking to your doctor about things that you can do is like so extremely helpful um but I know realistically many of us cannot start our day unless we have that traditional source of energy or we can't make it through the day unless we have that traditional source of energy and so I caution you to know you have to know how much caffeine you should ingest a day um realistically I can tell you you know if you're having more than two cups of coffee I'll just put it in that kind of wheelhouse more than two eight ounce cups of coffee a day like something is going on you know, you should not be drinking that much coffee. Caffeine in and of itself raises levels of anxiety. So you really, really want to help your body, right? You want to help your body um, be able to sleep, be able to, you know, bring everything down and calm when it needs to, not to, you know, when it's time to go to bed, the anxiety hits, right? Because we've been drinking caffeinated things and sugary things all day to stay awake um and another thing with these energy drinks that sugar content so there are energy drinks that are better choices you know i'm all about helping you make better choices and then maybe eventually not needing it because we've talked to our doctor we figured out what we need to change and all that you know not everyone can afford to go get b12 shots or not everyone wants to get b12 shots for the rest of their life and i'm sure you don't want to drink energy drinks for the rest of your life but there are better choices and what that's going to take is for you to look at the labels you don't want it to be high in sugar. You do want to see that it's using, using natural sources of energy. You do want to see that maybe it has B12 um, and green tea extract. You want to see those things. You don't want to see anything with a lose at the end, like sucralose, fructose. Um, you don't want to see aspartame. You don't want to see those things. You just want to see natural sources of energy and you know if they use some type of concentrate for you know the juice aspect of it you you don't want to see anything but those things but there are better choices um and obviously like there are some choices that seem better but also have that added sugar so take those things into consideration because when you're wanting energy but it's full of sugar you're going to crash it's not gonna do what you need it to do and that's like the common misconception with energy drinks you know they they promote that they'll give you energy and they'll give you that spark for a really brief moment but they don't give you the energy that you're really seeking people that want energy 
they want to be able to last and make it through the day, right? So me personally, when I get in that mode of like, oh my gosh, like I am crashing, I do use, um, it's a particular brand, it's called Optimum Nutrition, and it's amino drink, um, and that has all of the amino acids in it, um, and I'll probably do another video, another, um, podcast so that we can actually discuss and compare what's in the better choices versus what's in the popular choices or the common choices. Um, there are a few common brands that people seek out, but they don't realize like the content in it is not what they really want. Um, and it's not good for you. And so, um, but yeah, that optimum nutrition, it also has, um, B12 in it as well. And it has, it tells you the caffeine content is high, you know, so you will, um, drinking it, drinking that late at night, it's not a good idea. Um, but it does have a source of sugar. So you will also crash. Like I notice, like when I, um, get tired like after drinking that it's more of that feeling of crash however recently um in my little quest for finding something better um because there are times like I I just need it I'm tired and I can't go to sleep at that point in time because it's who knows it's like the middle of the day and like I do not want to be up all night because I took a nap um but it's called pure boost and it's a powder and interestingly enough it tastes good it doesn't taste horrible like I thought it was going to taste horrible to me powders that you pour into 16 ounce bottle of water does not sound promising like, so I legit thought I was going to have to send it back, yes, to Amazon, um, and just stick with the Optimum Nutrition. Not that Optimum Nutrition is horrible, it's just, you know, when you're really trying to make better choices and better decisions to help your body and not hurt your body, you're trying to find things that are even better options than the better option, right? So... Um, the cool thing about the Pure Boost powder is that it does not have, um, that added sugar. It has B12, it has the green tea, um, and it tells you how long you should expect to have energy. Um, and it says on there four to six hours. And I thought that was really cool because it tells me that, okay, someone took the time to figure out how this works and how long it works. You know, because when we're seeking out something, we want it to be beneficial and we want it to do what we're paying for it to do, right? So if you're interested, I would suggest, you know, looking at the content of those two things. See if it's your jam. If it is, try it. If not, you know, hopefully you find a better source. Or maybe you talk to your doctor and figure out, you know, how can I have more energy? You know, aside from sleeping more, because 
sometimes we do have those doctors that just say, oh, we'll sleep more at night. Oh, yeah, that, if I could do that, that would be phenomenal. But I can't. You know, there are people that do struggle with sleeping. Um, and so saying all that to say is the best bet for you is to talk to your doctor about choices, about what options you can make. And also read the labels. I know it might be mundane and I know you might, you know, feel like that's going to take so much more time than I really want to spend. But looking at the label just to see, like, what are you drinking? There are some energy drinks that are so terrible and legit dangerous for your body. Like, if you were to read what is in there, like Google those big scientific words, you would be mad. You'd be mad that they're putting this in drinks that people consume, you know? So that is my biggest, deepest suggestion is for you to do your research, do your homework. If you care about your body, If you don't care about your body, but you just like listening to these podcasts, cool. But pass the message on to someone who might, right? Like, tell them, hey, you might want to read your labels. Just read your label. Maybe read it out of curiosity or Google. You can Google anything nowadays. Google the label. Google the label. Um, Also, I invite you to come back to the next one because the next one I will... I think I will compare two for you. I'll compare two common energy drinks alongside of the Optimum Nutrition one and the Pure Boost. Um, and, you know, maybe if I find another one that is in that wheelhouse, maybe between bad and good or, or better and not so great, um, Maybe I'll read that off too. But I definitely want you to get the opportunity to hear like what is in this stuff and what are some other options. And I try to give good options that actually taste good. I don't tell you anything that I've never tried myself uh, because I think that matters. It matters if something is good for you and it tastes good. Because if it doesn't taste good, you are not um, going to use it. So be blessed, be well, check your labels and have a great rest of your day. Hey there, welcome back to Revealing the Royalty. I am your host, Um, On the last um, discussion, I introduced to you the idea of energy and energy drinks. Of course, the goal is to have energy from within ourselves, right? Having the energy because we slept well and because we eat well and because we get the proper amount of exercise regularly. Unfortunately, um, I don't want to say that that's impossible. It's just, it's not happening. Okay. And even, even for myself, it doesn't happen. Um, for me, I always have had to have some type of source 
of energy, whether it was drinking green tea or caffeine supplements um, or B12 supplements specifically, um, I always had to have that source. I have personally never been um, a coffee drinker, but you know, green tea or some type of tea that had a, a source of caffeine, that would be what I would lean toward in caffeine supplements, honestly. Um, and it was really due to not sleeping well. Um, I still have issues with sleep. I have some times where I sleep amazing and, and sometimes where I just, I don't. I, I wake up and I don't really think that I slept. Um, but anyway, moving forward, um, basically people will reach for sources of caffeine uh, because they feel tired and they need to stay awake right? That's the end result. Um, I have never run into anyone that said that they were addicted to energy drinks or anything like that. I have always only heard, I'm tired and I need to stay awake right now. That's all I've ever heard. Um, And a lot of times people are in that position that they can't just go and take a nap or maybe they can't just go and walk around. So um, like I said before, Uh, I said that I was going to review um, some ingredients for the ones that I have found to be like better than other choices and the ones that are one some of the common choices. So today I'll give you three. I will compare Pure Boost like I mentioned um, in the previous podcast, which I found to be um, like the top source of energy um, because it doesn't have the bad harmful things in it. The things that have lose at the end like sucralose, fructose, you know, all those things. Um, Then I will read off the ingredients for optimum nutrition. Um, Their amino energy drink, um, which is is a better choice than some but not the best. Um, that one, I believe, does have a, a lose in it. I think it has like a sucralose or a fructose in it, which is something that we don't want. Um, also, you don't want things that have aspartame. Um, also, I will read off a common one. Um, not to say that it is bad and the worst choice, but to, to compare the common choices versus um, ones that could be better choices. So um, I will start with a common one. It is called uh, Rain um, and it's the energy drink that has um, basically looks like a knight with a crown Um, and they advertise that it has the branch chain aminos in it um, which is good. You want something that has amino acids Um, You want to replace the amino acids that you expend um, daily when you're moving around, when you're working out and all that. So you do want something that has that. But we don't want the bad stuff, right? So let's look at um, what they share is in their product. So on their ingredients list, they mention that they, they don't have, it's 10 calories, no fat, 200 milligrams of sodium, which is 
fairly high, but you know, daily we do ha- we do have a daily requirement of sodium, and I'll tell you that at the end. Um, total carbs is three grams, um, which that's fairly low. Um, no sugars, no added sugars, no protein. Seventy milligrams of potassium. That's pretty. In- pretty interesting to see that involved. Um, does not have niacin, no B6, no B12. Um, they share that they have a blend of branch chain amino acids, um, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, CoQ10, and electrolytes. Now CoQ10, that is really good for your brain health. Okay. Um, so, but I want you to pay attention though, um, because in the ingredients list, it says it has zero B12. But when I look at, I'm gonna read off the other ingredients listed on here. Um, it has carbonated water, citric acid, sodium citrate, L-leucine, that's an amino acid, um, natural flavors, caffeine, 300 milligrams, but it doesn't tell you where the caffeine comes from, um, L-isoleucine, L-valine, sucralose, um, which it stated it has no added sugars, but it has sucralose. Sucralose is a sugar. Um, sodium benzoate, and that's a pri- it's a preservative. That's why they mentioned that they have the 200 milligrams of sodium. Potassium citrate, potassium sorbate, um, Asulfame potassium, niacinamide, which is vitamin B3, but I want to mention they said that they don't have vitamin B3 in the ingredients list. Manganese lactate, coenzyme Q10, pyridoxine hydrochloride, which is B6, and that's another thing that they said that they didn't have. In their ingredients and then cyano cyanocobalamin and they share that that's b12 however they say they don't have b12 in it so reading all that information um, and sharing that information with you is concerning because they specifically state they don't have um, added sugars and that they don't have niacin, B6, or B12. But in their other ingredients, all those things are in there. So that's why I always stress that it is important to read labels because you don't want to just go off of what they say, right? You want to make sure what they have mentioned is either in there or not. Um, So that's what's in theirs. Um, Not to say that that's a horrible sort, I'm just saying that um, that is a common choice, uh, Rain. And of course, people choose Monster and um, C4, all those other things, but for lack of time, I'm not gonna read off every single Um, common choice, but I do stress the idea of reading the label. Okay, and so 
Now let's transition to um, the Optimum Nutrition Amino um, Energy Drink here. Um, they provide theirs in a energy drink form, like a regular can, and also in a powder form that you can pour into uh, water. So theirs, uh, they advertise that they have the essential amino acids um, and electrolytes added to their drink, plus um, 100 milligrams of caffeine. So their um, ingredients, uh, they stress that they have um, several essential amino acids, um, which are a little, I don't want to say super different from branch chain amino acids, but um, you'll see on some labels BCAA and EAA. That's all, that's what that means. So EAA is essential amino acid and BCAA is branch chain amino acid. Um, either way, you want amino acids replenished. So I would always tell you, hey, check the label. Are there amino acids in there? Because you want to refuel yourself. So you want to make sure you're refueling yourself. Anyway, so their ingredients I'm going to read off. Um, so calories, five no fat, 100 grams of sodium, one carbohydrate, no protein. Okay, and so their ingredients state that they have carbonated water, amino blend, and that blend is L-theronine, L-leucine, L-citrulline, L-theanine, l Alanil L glutamine, micronized taurine, and L lysine hydrochloride. Uh, they also stress that they have natural and artificial flavor, citric acid, malic acid, sodium citrate, potassium sorbate, and potassium benzoate, sucralose. Uh, see, it has sucralose there, so we know there's added sugar. Um, caffeine, and it says the caffeine is from tea leaf and or coffee bean. Potassium chloride and magnesium phosphate. So, again, that's why it is important to read the label so that you know what's on there. Um, and I will state for both of these that I just shared with you, um, I will stress that when you're reading the ingredients label, um, the one that is like the first, it has the most of that ingredient in it. When something is down to like almost the last, it has the least amount. So you can be... Um, at ease in seeing that sucralose on both the rain and the amino energy drink by optimum nutrition is near to the end so it's not like they're overloading the drinks with sugar but you still need to know that there's sugar in there unfortunately um and lastly i'll read off pure boost um, Pure Boost specifically advertises that they have no sugar, no sucralose, no crash. 
Um, and I, I do like that they mentioned no crash because that is the, the common issue with these energy drinks is that people often share the experience of crash. So I'll read this off to you. Um, it is a powder. You pour it into a, a bottle of water, 16 to 20 ounces. They suggest cold um, and you shake it. So calories, 25 pretty high in calories right but let's see why no fat two carbs uh, no sugars has vitamin c vitamin e thiamine riboflavin niacin b6 folate b12 pantothenic acid calcium magnesium zinc selenium copper manganese chromium sodium and potassium and it also has taurine, green tea extract at 100, uh, with 100 milligrams of naturally occurring caffeine. And so it lists that it's 200 milligrams. Antioxidant energy blend, which is turmeric root, ginger root, grapeseed extract. Um, the other ingredients that it has is citric acid, natural flavors, erythritol, stevia extract, silica, fruit and vegetable juice for color. Now, so this is why we read labels, right? So it says it has no sugar, no sucralose. However, it has erythritol, stevia, erythritol and stevia extract. Both of those are sources of sugar. They're sweeteners. Um, so advertising is catchy. It's everything. But to say that, you know, there's no sugar, it's a half truth because there's sweetener in there. Um, so anyway, like I said, that's the, the best that I saw um, because of all the vitamins and minerals that it has. None of the other... Um, energy drinks that I've come across yet has all of those. They do have amino acids, which is phenomenal, but the vitamins and minerals, that's a plus, I would say. Um, and on here with the Pure Boost, it actually tells you how long you should expect to have energy. And it says four to six hours. So I think that's pretty neat. Um, the other ones don't have that, but um, not to say that it probably doesn't provide the same effect. So anyways, sharing all this to state, please read the labels. Please make sure you know what you're putting into your bodies, especially for energy. You want to make sure you're getting a good source and not a source that's just jam-packed with sugar. So far today, you've heard um, that... All these three things, which aren't all entirely bad, they all still have a source of sugar. So read your labels. Be well. Take care. Hey there, welcome back to Revealing the Royalty. This is your host, Erica. Um, I've talked to you guys a lot so far about supplements and what to eat to get the proper vitamins and minerals that you need on a regular basis. 
um, talk to you guys about energy drinks and comparing some energy, some common energy drinks um, to each other and how to pick the one that is better suited for you. Um, Today, oh, and happy new year. Um, Today, I wanted to talk to you guys just briefly about um, one good way to reset your body. You know, like let's say you... um, you really want to make a, a change for your body or maybe you're just feeling icky. Like maybe you just ate like too many like processed things or too much meat or whatever the case. You just don't feel like your best. You feel bloated or constipated or whatnot. Um, one good way. And you know, New Year, uh, might as well talk to you guys about resetting your body, right, for the new year. The term new year means new something and it it invokes change in our brain. So why not take advantage? So one thing that you can do to reset your body completely, including your brain, which is most important, um, is through a detox. Now there are so many detoxes and cleanses out there, um, which one to choose, right? The simplest answer I could give you is eating raw fruits and vegetables for three days. That's it. Raw fruits and vegetables for three days. So the way that you prepare for this is that you make a list of fruits and vegetables that you know you can eat for sure. Make a list of those things. Also add to that list avocado oil if you do not already have it. And I mean 100% avocado oil, cold pressed. You don't want any oil that's mixed with other oils. Avocado oil. Make sure you also have um, pepper um, and salt-free seasoning. And the reason I say salt-free is because uh, while you're detoxing, you don't want any added sodium to this process uh, because you are cleaning your body out. That doesn't mean you need to eat things that don't have any seasoning on it. It just means that you're eating raw, completely raw. And so get the fruits and vegetables that you like. Make a list and make a big list. Think you're going to be eating for three days. You're going to be hungrier than you normally are because you're not eating the things that normally you eat that will fill you up. Now, of course, eating a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables in one sitting will fill you up, but you will still get hungrier sooner because your body burns that off. Um, pretty quickly, quickly than normal. Um, So get all the fruit that you know you'll like and vegetables and add just for fun one vegetable or one fruit or one of each that you want to try. Let's say you never really tried it, looks good, but you're afraid it's going to taste gross. Just try it one good time. Okay, make that list. And again, Keep in mind that you're going to get hungrier more than you are expecting. 
So make sure you get enough. I'd rather you have more than enough than not enough. And then you find yourself eating, you know, something that you see laying around and you get sick. So it's really, really important to go ahead and make that list. So once you make that list, go grocery shopping today, today, because three days, you're going to start tomorrow. Go grocery shopping today. If you do not like going into the store, make it for a pickup order. Almost every grocery store, if not all, are now doing pickup orders. Okay? So do that. Make the list. Make sure you have everything on there that you want. And go grocery shopping. If you're having a brain fart and you're like, I don't know what I like. Some of my favorite go-tos um, that I eat, even when I'm not detoxing, um, I love mixed greens. And I mean like spinach, chard, mizuna, those types of things. Um, Organic Girls makes a really, really good blend. I love their blend of uh, mixed greens. Um, they sell that at Fry's, Target, almost every place. Uh, Fry's also has their own blend of power greens. Those are great too. So I get that. I also get turnip greens, collard greens. Yes, you can eat those raw. Believe me, they taste good. Um, and then you can get, you know, asparagus. Asparagus is good. Of course, I'm picking a lot of green items. You can get bell peppers, mini peppers. Those go really great with so many different things. You can make you a salad. And I want to preface with the salad that you get a salad dressing that is a vinaigrette or balsamic vinegar. Or if you're a G and you can take, you know, oil and vinegar and mix it up or, you know, lemon juice and uh, avocado oil and some seasoning and do that do it. It's going to taste good regardless. I've done that a few times and was very surprised at how good it tastes. So do that. Get you also some avocados. Avocados is good healthy fat um, that will help you feel full. You can mix it, you know, up. No salt, but you can even make guacamole. Just no salt. Good seasoning, no salt. Got your tomatoes, all that. Um, get those things. Uh, fruits go-tos would be some melons, some um, apples, blueberries, strawberries, um, pineapples, mangoes. Those are all really, really good things. Get all those, make a list, do that. And then what you want to do is have it out, have it visible. Of course, the things that need to go in the refrigerator, keep them in the refrigerator, but the things that you can have visible, have it out so you can see it. So when you get hungry, you're like, yep, I'm gonna eat that. If you already know you're like a guac person, go ahead and do that. Get it going. So have all that stuff, do that for three days. Now comes the best part. At the end of the three days, detox is over, right? So I wanna caution you do not immediately go back to whatever you're eating before. You will get sick. 
and then your detox will be all for nothing. The best way to ease yourself back into eating the way that you did is to now have those same vegetables, now steam them, steam and saute them. No butter, still use that avocado oil. Steam saute them. Um, and then the next day, steam and saute them and add brown rice. So do that. Then the next day, steam saute the vegetables, add the brown rice and add beans. Then the next day, add salmon with all of that. And then the next day, add chicken with all that. If you're a meat eater, if you're not, you got tofu by now, more beans, however, um, and slowly build the foods in. You want to make sure that you're not um, throwing too much into your belly because again, we don't want you to get sick. Nobody likes being sick, especially when it's avoidable. So do that. During this time, please make sure you are taking at least um, CMOS. Um, that way you're still getting what you need to get if you're not um, seeking out all the fruits and vegetables that you need, okay? But hey, you can do this. You got this. You got this detox. If you need someone to help you through it, you need someone to hold you accountable to this detox because you're starting tomorrow. Three days, starting tomorrow. If you need someone to help you through that, hold you accountable to that, um, email me, erica at revealingtheroyalty.org. Email me today so that I know that I need to jump your case tomorrow, okay? I will help you. I'll keep you accountable. I'll talk you through it, okay? Also, if you want to um, bump up this detox, Let's say you're like, yeah, I want to do the detox, but I do not want to return to what I was before. Email me, erica at revealingtheroyalty.org, okay? We will talk. I'll do a brain health assessment. And with that assessment, we will get a basically some suggestions of what you should be eating during this time. I mean, after your detox, what you should be eating for your brain health. So, again, email me, erica at revealingtheroyalty.org. I will help you through it. Don't be a stranger. If you have questions, you can email me, too. I'll answer. I'll get back to you ASAP. But don't feel, don't feel like you're about to enter something that you're gonna be alone. You're not gonna be alone. You will have people with you. I'll be with you. We'll work through this. And before you know it, you'll look back and say, I'm so glad I did that detox because now I can continue on this path of eating better for brain and body functioning at its most optimal shape. So take care. Be well. 
again my email is email my email is erica at revealingtheroyalty.org reach out if you need to take care be well Welcome back to Revealing the Royalty. I am your host, Erica. Thank you very much for joining um, and listening. So last time we spoke about detox. If you did it, congratulations. If you weren't able to do it, maybe you're still thinking about it, wavering about it. And if you are, I just suggest try it. Try it for a few hours to a day. Um, You never know how just trying something that you're thinking about will impact you. Um, So I just say, just try it. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to test your patience and test um, your willingness to stick it out. But I promise you that it will make a difference in your life. So try it, and if you don't like it, it does me no offense. I would just be glad that you tried it. But anyway, moving forward, I wanted to talk to you guys about an aspect of nutrition that many people don't lump with nutrition, and that is our speech. How we speak to others and how we speak to and about ourselves. Yeah, I, I might have struck you just a little bit. So what do I mean? So, you know, when you're around a negative person or negative people, you feel drained constipated, just yucky and blah. Like your your hope is kind of tainted and distorted. That's really what it is. Um, so that negativity, whether you want to say, oh, that's someone's energy, whatever, um, there are words that they use, the way that they speak, the vibe that they bring, that speaks to you, whether you accept it or not. If you're not constantly, while they're speaking to you or choosing to say, I'm backing out, um, if you're not warring against how they're speaking, what they're saying, what they're doing, it's going to basically minister to your body and change how you feel within yourself. That might be a little deep, but I I promise you that um, I'll explain it a little bit. So our bodies are 70 to 90% water, 70 to 90% water. And that percentage is ranged that way because it's dependent upon how well you've taken care of your body up into adulthood. Because as we age, things decrease. And if we're not proactively adding and maintaining those things, then they will not stay the way that they are when we're born. When we're born, we are 90 to 
99% water. And as we grow and age, it diminishes. Um, and that is unfortunately a natural occurrence, but there is a way to maintain your health by taking care of yourself, monitoring what you're around, who you're around, what you're exposing to, what you're eating, what you're not eating, um, what you're breathing in, what you're drinking, all of those things. So, but what we speak, what we hear about anyone or about ourselves ministers to us. So if you speak negatively all the time about others, about you, about things, about life, your body will take that on. It will become a toxicity and you will become basically sick and diseased. Disease is basically when your body becomes from being at ease to no longer at ease. So that includes how we speak, how we talk to ourselves. You know, the Bible and many other, um, I guess, gurus or people that even the world considers wise, says that happiness does the body good like medicine. Laughter does the body good like medicine. It's because it's true. When you're laughing, your body is feeling good. Dopamine and serotonin, all those lovely chemicals, oxytocin, and our body is being released and saying, yes, this is awesome and amazing. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. It's all that is released. And you feel good for that moment in time. Imagine if your life was full of that. That's what helps keep people really from getting sick or staying sick. Small, simple things. So if we're speaking positively about ourselves, showing ourselves love, and we're speaking positively about people that are closest to us, we're filling our bodies with that amazing emotion, that amazing feeling, and it changes what's going on inside. Our body begins to feel good. That's why you hear and see on social media this big push for affirmations, positive thinking, And a lot of people, even some really big um, psychologists and psychiatrists, are against the notion of the positivity um, way of life. Um, And I do understand their point. However, teaching someone to change their perspective of life and of their trials and tribulations um, through the focus of gratitude or the focus of positivity changes things within themselves. Even if they start out and they don't believe it at first, their body inside is already starting to latch on to it. It's already starting to say, okay, oh my, I can make it through this. I can make it through the day. But if we're always approaching the things that we face in life, you know, with a negative aspect, negative viewpoint, we tend to then create that 
within ourselves and become that, unfortunately. So I'm saying all this to say is a part of your health is the way that you speak about yourself, speak about others because it affects you. It affects your environment. It affects everything. Even if you're drinking water, this is going to be a whole nother topic, but even if you're drinking water and you're, let's say you're, you know, maybe you're even speaking out loud something negative about yourself or about someone or about something, you're even changing how the water tastes, how it goes into your body, what it does. It is crazy. Anyway, that's a whole other different conversation. Um, We could really get into the woods with what I'm talking about there. But another aspect of our speech, what we speak, and if we're speaking it often enough, it becomes schema, it becomes a category in our brain that says, even if it's not true, even if it's a lie, but it says within ourselves, this is truth. This is what's true. This is what is real. You begin to believe it. So a man thinks, so he becomes. So if you think that you're a horrible, lazy person, you're going to start to believe it if that's your thought process every day. As a therapist, I talk to people about their internal dialogue. I talk to people about their core belief because your core belief, whether it is true or not, has a role in your health and well-being and your outlook on life. So if you begin, even if it's, you know, a minute a day, to just start saying amazing things to yourself, amazing things about the people around you, you will begin to latch on to it mentally and hold on to it. And it will change those negative things, negative thoughts. Maybe you have automatic negative thoughts that circle around. It will begin to change those things. And those things are a part of our nutrition, our health. And when we're not talking about those things, but we're talking about nutrition and health and well-being, we're missing a part. So am I game for positivity and all of that? Yeah. I want you to have a better aspect on life. I want you to think and feel better about yourself, who you are. I want you to speak better about yourself and who you are. All of us struggle with that. All of us struggle with um, the aspect of feeling and being and believing how amazing you are and then being told, oh, you know, that's arrogant and that's this. No, it is not. You should love yourself. You should think highly of yourself. Of course, don't go around saying that you're better than everybody, but you should be better than that negative person that you have been to yourself. You, of all people, should not be thinking, speaking, or believing negatively about any aspect of yourself, ever. You should be the number one person that you should be able to trust. You should be the person for yourself that says, oh, I'm my own person, I trust myself, I believe myself, I love myself, I know myself. 
if you're not that person, I want you to work at becoming that person. Because if you actively, intentionally work at becoming the person that loves themselves, that loves their life, good or bad things involved, your health will get better. The way that you treat yourself will get better. The way that you feed and exercise and all that will get better just naturally because you want to be better because you care about you. People that care about themselves, they don't want themselves to be sick. They don't want themselves to be in lack. Sounds like somebody familiar I know. And that's God. Our creator loves us. He thinks about us. He ensures that we have a life that we can thrive simply because he loves us. So why not love yourself that much? At least a little, right? So our speech has everything to do with the way we think. The way we think has everything to do with the way we perceive our own selves. So monitor what you're saying because you're going to help yourself have a better outlook in nutritional life. So am I saying speak your way into healthy, better living? Absolutely. So I hope that maybe opened up something within you, whether it's curiosity or whether you're like, oh my gosh, you tiptoed on things that I want you to just dive into. And I will in time. Um, But right now, I want you to just take hold of this. Focus on at least speaking and thinking better about yourself. Be well. Be blessed. Take care. Hey there. Welcome back to Revealing the Royalty I'm your host, Erica, and I wanted to talk to you guys and finish this series out um, discussing our actions. Of course, it's going to be a lot more focused toward exercise, but I also wanted to cover some other things because last time I discussed like what you say matters. Our speech matters greatly. Um, So if we live a life where we notice that we speak negatively a lot more than we speak positively, that feeds our body, unfortunately. Um, It could create toxicity. It could create negative perception as opposed to um, positive and realistic perception. So the reason I bring up action now um, after, you know, what we say is because what we say tends to lead to what we think and do. Um, Regardless of if you believe that or not, 
if you spend this next week being intentional about the things you say and how you think and then the things that you do afterwards, you'll notice how much weight you carry on your own thoughts and actions, um, your behaviors. So when we want to make a change, if we don't focus on you know, having positive self-talk, um, affirming the things that we want to change and putting forth the steps and the ability to do that, we're not going to really be successful. That's how people like burn out um, when they're trying to change their eating habits or they're trying to exercise more. And, you know, every new year, people include exercise in their New Year's resolution, which is great. But if they don't make it realistic they tend to fall by the wayside or if they don't have like some sort of accountability like if they don't say hey um and ask like one of their friends like I want to do this you know can you help me or can you make sure that I'm continuing to do it um or can you do this thing with me right so it tends to be harder for people to maintain. Any new change is difficult. Nothing is easy. So we have to be mindful with that when we go into it. So our actions are based on our thoughts. Our thoughts, you know, feed what we say. Things that we see and hear also feed those thoughts. Um, So we have to really be a little bit more intentional so that we can be successful, especially if we genuinely want to change our lives for the better. So our actions, whether they're positive or negative, have some sort of reward or consequence. So if we decide Um, since we're focusing on nutrition still, if we decide that we want to change our nutrition and, you know, then we go to a fast food place, not all is lost. Okay. Like I love French fries, just like the next person, but not all is lost. You end up there and you're like, shoot, like this morning I just said I wanted to eat better, um, do right by my body. Um, Give yourself a little grace. Say, okay, well, let's choose to make one change. Like instead of um, French fries, I'm going to get a salad if they have it or apple slices or don't do the fries. Just get, you know, the sandwich or the burger. Like give yourself an out. Um, Or be bold enough to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to help myself out. I'm going to back out of the driveway. That's okay. Nobody's judging you. Do what you do. Um, Or realize, hey, I cannot do this by myself. So this is what I need to do. I need to have one of my friends help me with this. Or I need to, you know, go grocery shopping and buy things that you like and that you can prepare easily. Sometimes people put too much on themselves and they go grocery shopping thinking that they're gonna, you know, 
cook all these amazing healthy things when they might not have the time or let's be real they might not know how you know some people have just lived a life of just people preparing things for them or they go and buy things that are already prepared and that's fine so it's it's one of those things where you have to look at what am I doing now and what changes can I make to um, flow right into that instead of you know trying to mimic your lifestyle after someone else when your lifestyle is completely different than theirs so evaluate those things <clears throat> so that was an example if you're you know stuck you know you're or let's say you're invited to someone's birthday party and it's at a restaurant a place that you've eaten before you know you like the food but you're trying to eat better and you don't know like what the choices are you can take a step and look at the menu beforehand so you know you know this is what I'm gonna pick that way you're not getting stressed out you're not um, feeling pressured to just not show up you know it's okay it's okay to go to those things you don't have to not go to those things because you're eating better now you just have to take some extra steps making changes until we get in a good rhythm requires additional steps to be successful so be real with yourself make smart goals meaning like they have to be realistic and attainable and include somebody in that journey especially if it's something that's new and you're not quite sure not saying that you need to hire somebody to help you but just saying again ask your friends ask someone that you trust to help you maintain those new positive healthy actions that you want to implement into your life so another part of nutrition and healthy living is exercise you're like no erica exercise how dare you we have to be active you know just to really stay afloat especially if let's say your job includes you sitting all day you have to do some some type of exercise like getting up and going for a walk you know if you're able to some people are not really able to walk far distances and that's fine but you have to do some type of activity your body has to move um the national health standards suggest you know adults have to move 30 minutes a day and that's fine i think that if you have never exercised like that start small you know if you like to watch tv how about you walk in place for five minutes i don't want to say walk in place while there are commercials because if you're like me all you really watch tv on is like netflix or something like that there aren't any commercials so taking that time to walk um, in place march in place for five minutes or do some jumping jacks start small and then increase that 
if you're not quite sure of, you know, what you can do, I always tell people like check out YouTube. There are so many things on YouTube um, to help with exercise and, you know, things that you can do at home. Um, you don't have to go and buy a gym membership. I would not suggest that. You can work out at home. You don't need weights. Um, you don't need equipment. You can do it all at home. And, you know, I can definitely help you with that. If you want um, some things that I've tried or things that I do, I can gladly send you that. Um, feel free to reach out to me via email. I'll give you that out at the end here. But just get moving. Move around. Um, just because you're you, maybe you have a desk job, that doesn't mean that you're stuck at the desk the entire day. You can totally use one of your breaks or one of your, you know, escapes to the bathroom to just walk around, walk around the building. Um, if you have stairs, walk up and down the stairs. There's always something that you can do to move around. I know a few of my friends that work at an office, they have taken, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen those, um, little you know it's a it's a piece of equipment um but they're the thigh masters and they take that and they like use it under their desk sometimes or they're like outright and they use it for like their arms stuff like that um they've gotten pretty creative because they realize that when they're at home on the weekends they really do like to you know exercise and and all that and they realize that they can do certain things when they're at work in their office um, some companies, you know, because of COVID and, and all that, they've incentivized um, their employees to actually be able to take um, a lunch, but an exercise type of lunch where they can go out and walk, you know, in the parking lot or in, around the building. Um, even some companies have now offered free gym memberships or they've established a gym inside their facility so if that's something that interests you take that new action ask your employer like hey is there any you know things that we can do at work or anything that the company offers its employees to get moving um because it's it's important um, it keeps your brain healthy, keeps your brain stimulated, keeps your body going, keeps your blood flowing, keeps your heart going, and it allows all those lovely, amazing, feel-good chemicals in your body to flow. Um, it helps reduce stress, and if stress is reduced, guess what else is reduced? All of the chronic illnesses and diseases that befall that. So if you're choosing to start small like I suggested because you've never like worked out really at all that's what I suggest and if you're starting small at least start with five minutes I don't want to tell you to do like one minute of exercise that you know you're not really gonna feel um, like you've done anything so try five minutes set a little timer on your phone and just move you could dance. Put your favorite song on and just dance. That is exercise, believe it or not. So allowing yourself to be more intentional with your actions, taking those steps to move. Move your body. 
Um, actions also include that I want to talk about is um, just being intentional. Like, let's say you are somebody that, you know, you you eat pretty good, you do exercise, but you're concerned with your friends. Maybe your action is helping somebody else. A lot of times when we help someone else, you know, make good, positive changes in their life, that affects us too. That helps us to have a better outlook on life as well. So maybe think of doing that. I think that a lot of times when we do things with other people, um, positive things um, with other people, we're better. We're better um, individually and collectively. So that's my soapbox, if you want to say, for the day with action. Yes, I'm talking about exercise, but I'm also talking about um, other things, you know, making small changes, starting small. You don't have to think grand scale all the time. Just start small. You don't have to change your entire pantry, but change small things until you're ready to, like, really change the entire pantry. And, you know, don't try to force your entire family to change with you, but invite them to. You know, sometimes people don't do things simply because they didn't feel invited. So, food for thought, action definitely breeds more action. So, if you start today and start small, guess what? You'll probably enjoy it, and you might just keep doing it. So, stay healthy, be well. If you need help, or if you want some tips, reach out to me at Erica at revealingtheroyalty.org. So if you don't hear from me within a day, make sure you send it to the correct email address, E-R-I-K-A at revealingtheroyalty.org. Be well.